with Splash Expo right around the corner, Luke and I are turning the heat up. This episode is called It's Getting Hot in Here because we are having some big conversations, some hot topics. The first one is actually around heat. We're previewing around Splash Trade Show coming up. And the second one will be about surface staining and who's responsible for that. These are big, hot topic conversations for our industry to engage in. We also have a chat with Clint Alley from Fluidra. Ready, set, splash. Welcome to another podcast. Can you believe that, you know, March is almost over? A third, no, not a third, a quarter of the year, Luke. Already done, mate. We're already there. <laughs> well, yeah, look, we're, we're, what do they say, building a plane in the air and uh, just working hard and trying to get through everything. I think everybody feels the same thing. I mean, things haven't slowed down now for, what is it, two and a half years. Right, And uh, but if it's getting to April... Dave, then something is just around the corner, right? Something big? Something big is just around the corner. You're going to feel something that maybe you haven't felt in a while, and that might be something cold. Winter is coming. It could be. It could also be something that happens that hasn't happened for four years. Whoa. Okay. There's a, that's a long gap between happenings, and uh, I think we both know what we're talking about, but it is a splash Trade Expo is coming up, Luke. It's not far away now, mate. Everyone's starting to talk about it. I can I can feel it in my bones. It's starting to come through and people are starting to get really amped up. Uh, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal, right, Dave? Uh, it's, it's mega. It is a mega deal. So we're going to see more people, more product, more innovation than, than we've seen in a long, long time. And look, partly that's because it's been four long years since we've been able to run a trade show. So in that time, a lot of change has happened. Think of how much your kids have grown. Look back at photos four years ago and take a look at some of the what you were doing in business four years ago compared to what you're doing now. Change has happened, right? That's right, Dave. Have a look at your belly over the last four years, right? Well, it's actually got smaller, thanks, Luke. How's no, yours going? Hopefully the same way. <laughs> and uh, look, you've been, uh, I'm really proud of you too. We, we do speak about it sometimes. The cry for help on your upper lip has turned into a, something resembling a moustache now too. That's it. Everything's grown in the last four years. So now is the time to come together again. Yeah, look, things do change. We do adapt. We hope it's a process of continual improvement. That's the idea. We should be continually getting better, looking back and thinking, wow, I can't believe we used to do it that way. Thank God we've changed. Uh, We do it better now. Uh, Look, I want to talk about a couple of things that we are going to discuss at the Splash Trade Show because, I mean, you know you're coming to see products, right? But you're not just coming to see products. We're looking to have some pretty big discussions at Splash for Industry. Can I guess what it is? You can guess. I, uh, is it the Women in Business or the Waves Breakfast with Brooke Hansen? Is that it? Oh, that – well, no, that wasn't where I was going, but that is well worthy of a mention. Was uh, it Luke? the Splash Golf Day? It wasn't the Splash Golf Day, but that is going ahead. And if you think you've got a good as forehand and backhand as I do, I look forward to seeing you out uh, on the court. Was it the site visit to SeaWorld or the site visit to Somerset College to see some of the cool equipment setups there that keep the dolphins alive? That is going to be incredible. Anything that keeps dolphins alive, I think we can all get behind and say, uh, say well done, let's keep flipper flapping. Was it for the Splash After Party that's also happening? Splash After Party. That is going to be an epic event. Get your tickets, full band, food, drink, party. It's going to be a dress code of business up, party down, baby. It is going to go off. But no, that's not where I was going. Was it to come and see me? Well, look, Luke, you are probably one of the uh, the big attractions for the show. 
I just we just talked about my belly getting smaller. Why am I still one of the big attractions? Because uh, who doesn't love the big dog, Luke Daly? You so, tell me who doesn't love him. So, I'll, so, I'll, so, all right, all right. As if we needed more reasons to come to Splash. So that, you know, apart from the ones that we've just rattled off, which are plenty of reason enough, and that and that's just you know that's for, forgetting about all the learning. What have we got on day? There's some big seminars. There are some big seminars. So make sure splashexpo.com.au. Get on and look there. The top menu on uh, on that website will give you the seminar schedule or schedule. Is it schedule or schedule? Which do you say? Uh, I say schedule. Look, there's a couple of really important conversations as an industry that we, we want to have. Uh, and the first one that we are going to do, it's basically we're setting it up, calling it the great debate. It's not necessarily going to be so much of a debate as it will be a discussion of various points of view on hot topics. And the first one that we're going to talk about is called On the Surface. Basically, who is responsible for damaged pool services? Uh, Look, this is an age-old conversation that gets bandied around every now and then and certainly comes to the forefront. Um, You know, obviously, surfaces are a living, breathing organism sometimes and water is an ever-changing force. Right, we've got reactive surfaces and non-reactive surfaces, but even what we've considered non-reactive surfaces like fiberglass with those gel coats um, may actually have some reaction to them uh, around water balance or blankets and all of these things to have a look at. And so basically, I mean, are you going to be speaking on this panel, Luke? No. <laughs> no, you're not. Correct answer. And that we don't want you on there. That's probably a fair no, thing. If we I don't didn't even... want you on there. What we do want is a wide industry view on these things. And that's what we're going to bring. So make sure that you do turn up for this uh, this debate, this conversation of views uh, and understanding on it. So we're going to have Stephen Humphreys from Focus. Who else we got there? We got David from Allnex. Yeah, that's important. With the uh, they, so if you don't know who Allnex is, uh, they uh, they make the gel coats for fiberglass pool that a lot of the manufacturers use. So they they are really technically adept and know what they're talking about. Who else we got? We got oh, Lou Blue Beal. Beal. Yeah, yeah, uh, excellent from uh, ALT. Uh, Derek Prince from the West as well, Daisy Pool Covers. Who else? Matt Galvin and from Environ Pools is a concrete pool builder there, so he's on the panel as well. Yeah, and rounding that panel out will be uh, Dave Daft from uh, Fluidra as well, which will be terrific. Uh, Lindsay McGrath, Spars, the CEO, is going to have to mediate that one. Yeah, or uh, moderate, depending on how intense <laughs> it gets, right? But Mediate, you know, moderate, yeah. Umpire, <laughs> referee. <laughs> you never know. What are some of the questions that are going to be getting worked through on that one, Dave? Yeah, okay, so looking at the introduction of new equipment. Has new equipment or demand for heating and types of sanitation um, affected pool surfaces different than it used to? Yeah, and are today's professionals equipped to deal with these changes? Yeah, what's the training? What's our understanding of what's happening? How do we manage that? And uh, our customers... Oh, sorry, I suppose how are customers? We know they're being impacted. How are they being impacted? What does that look like? That's right. And once we've established that, I mean, what would it will look like to present a united best practice view to prevent the deterioration of pool equipment and surfaces? I mean, that's yep. a big deal. So it's one thing to unpack these, but also what's a, what's a resolution that we can come together for yep. and look at for the betterment of our industry collectively? Yeah, you reckon these, uh, these people here are going to be able to unify and find a... Uh, some common ground here, Luke. Oh, look, I think we'll certainly start the conversation and uh, move to a, a different topic after that, I'm sure. Yeah, look, these things, our industry uh, has a lot of good uh, products, good things that we all do, and every single person coming on this panel uh, is an industry outstanding leader, uh, experienced person, and worth listening to. Uh, so that's that's one we're doing, and the other one 
as a hot topic. Well, I suppose it really is a hot topic. It's called a hot topic, raising a standard. And this has to do with heat. You know, we've always got that thought of, you know, solar versus heat pumps and, and gas and electric and, and what's right and where. So what we're going to look at for this one, like, well, why don't you tell us? Do you, you, you know what we're doing here, the, the heat one? Well, I actually do know about this one and I, I, I'm happy to be moderating this one. So this is a discussion that that is really worthy of a broad-scale uh, discussion, not so much a debate per se, but just a discussion to get on the same page. Because, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast before, Dave. It's, uh, I think I, one of my favorite anecdotes that I've trotted out on this, on this forum was uh, with regards to heating. It was along the lines of, uh, if I recall correctly, it was trying to heat a pool and it was heating a pool without a blanket is like trying to lose weight while running on a treadmill eating KFC. So as a cheeky little one-liner, you're you giving that there. a go? Yeah, yeah. No, I have. I yeah, have. You it's, speak uh, from experience? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's a good effort. That's right, yeah. So it's not just anecdotal, it's testimonial there as well. So no, look, this one is a big one and really relevant at the moment as we work through. You've seen over the last little bit of time, some of the new Australian standards that are coming out dealing with this kind of topic mm-hmm. to, well, set a standard and then us uh, on this forum on the, yep. on the seminar Current issue there. 140, I think it's about page 46, has a story on this too, some of these standards. That's right. And then now, um, so we're going to look at questions like with so many options and so much consumer demand, which heater is the right choice? Uh, how should these be presented to consumers? And what does a new heat standard mean to our industry? Now, one of my biggest points that I like to talk about whenever I'm discussing this particular topic with anyone in our industry is it's all about consumer expectation and that's what it's got to be about. So we're going to have, a, again, a high-quality uh, group of panellists. So we're going to have Tom Bodel, uh, the legend that he is from Sunbather, alongside Tim Martin from Evo, uh, looking at Callum Ross as well from Boss, so really good representation, Colin Major from Supreme, and rounded out by Rob Sterl and... Uh, the man and the knowledge and the technical beast that he is from Pentair. Yep, it's going to be a really good discussion. So these are two topics that just aren't to be missed on the seminar stage. Now, we have two stages running and a bunch of other topics to be discussed as well, right? Yeah, look, the problem with getting to the second seminar stage is you've got to get through the food hall and all the uh, awesome international food that's going to be on site this year too, where I think you and I might be making a few pit stops over the couple of days of Splash. I was about to say, let's hope I don't have to moderate this one on that second stage because heaven knows I'll get stuck in the food court. You'll be there with a burrito in your hand and a sushi bowl. Maybe we should combine the two. Was it a burrito bowl and sushi? I don't know. I think I've got my. I'm, I'm getting my mixed metaphors up with uh, with international food. It's going to be awesome. It is. So these two particular seminars have some serious industry big hitters in them. Uh, experts within their worlds individually and collectively, we're going to come together. It's awesome. Speaking of industry big hitters, Mr. Luke Daly. Uh, Next up is a first time on our uh, podcast is an interview I did recently on site down in Melbourne with Fluidra's Clint Alley, National Sales Manager Fluidra. We have a pretty long and interesting chat about all things industry and what's coming up as well uh, at the show, what we can expect to see from Fluidra, which will be interesting. Stick around. Making chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. 
We're going to go to a conversation that I had recently with uh, Clint Alley from Fluidra, National Sales Manager there. Do make sure you are booked, splashexpo.com.au, June 22, 23 on the Gold Coast, uh, our industry getting together. It is going to be epic. Don't miss the after party at the end of that as well. Brooke Hansen opening, after party to finish. It is going to be something else. I can't wait to see you there, splashexpo.com.au. I am in Fluidra, Melbourne today, and I am joined by Clint Alley, who looks after, well, Clint, why don't you tell us? Welcome to the podcast. Tell us what you do. Who are you? What do you do, Clint? Thanks very much, Dave. Um, Good to be here today. Uh, Maybe just a a bit of a background about myself within the organisation. There's there's an accent there first. Is that that, Dandy Nong? Oh, South African. Okay. Dandy Nong. Not... not, not, (laughs) Not Southeast Melbourne accent. No, 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 no South it's African. not Southeast Melbourne. It's very much a South African accent. Um, but yeah, been living in Australia for the last six years. Uh, Australian citizen, so very proud of that. Well, welcome. Um, Our country is better for having you here. Thank Clint. you. Thank you very much. So within the Fluidra world, I'm responsible for everything um, on the commercial side of the business. And, and, and what do we mean by that? So commercial director responsible for sales, uh, customer service, uh, the two call centers that we run in the business, um, our after-sales component, which is all our service techs, until recently also responsible for all our pro centers, so so the trade centers around the country where, where a lot of our customers come in and do a cash and carry transaction. So a nice, a nice group of people within the company, 112 staff members in total uh, on the commercial side, yeah. um, but uh, certainly the front end of the business. Those pro centers are a pretty cool concept. Tell us a little bit more about what goes on at those pro centers. Yeah, so they really originated out of the old astral days prior to the merge and, and very, very much uh, a concept that, that originated in Europe uh, where we have trade centers around the con- different countries uh, in Europe. Um, the, the focus on the pro centers here is to create a one-stop shop for our customers, primarily mobile service guys and builders, to be able to access our product without having to order them through one of our main DCs. So guys on his way to a, to a building site or to a service job, remembers he needs to get a, a chlorinator cell, um, he can phone in an order, um, arrive at the pro center, pick up the order mm-hmm. and, and, and be on his way again. So trying to create a convenient environment for them in mm. which to transact. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of new things that we want to innovate and bring into those pro centers. Uh, and so the next couple of years are going to be really exciting in that space. But it's all about convenience. It's creating, creating a, an easily accessible environment for our customers to operate in. The last few years, Clint, there's been a lot of change. I want to talk a little bit about some of, of the changes that have, that have happened in that time, but also... Fluidra was going through some change before that and then having to navigate that through the pandemic as well. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting journey over the last few years. You know, it's, it just uh, at the time of the merge um, between Zodiac and, and Astral, uh, there were a lot of things within the organisation that we needed to focus on. We were running off two different ERP systems, two different CRM systems. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a big, big job to combine ERP systems very for, much so. for two giants as well to become a, Correct. Absolutely. a single entity. And I think it was also you know, changing the culture of, of, of the two organisations into, into a one fluidra culture. Mm. Um, 
fierce competitors for many, many years. Um, and, and, you know, you, you brought these two organizations together, very different sales practices, very different after-sales practices. And I think the, the awesome thing that we've achieved over the last four years is that we've, we've created a fluidriculture. Very um, interesting. Yeah, uh, we've created a fluid repulse. Uh, the way we operate, um, the way we function. I think us as an organisation today, we far better than we were four years ago, and that's the most important yeah. thing for me is to is to see that we're actually growing as a business, um, not in size, but in the way in which we do things. So. Um, we've introduced a lot of new systems and processes uh, within the business, um, a stronger focus on our, our CRM system that we operate on, um, a, a stronger focus on how we deal with after-sales service and support. Right. Uh, w- one of the things that I fundamentally believe in is that you know, product is product. Um, it doesn't matter where you buy a pump, a filter, a chlorinator from. It's how we look after you once you've bought that product right. and, and how we look after the end consumer. Now, I'm not for one minute saying we're perfect and we've got it right. Um, I think the journey is still a long journey for us. But what what we as a collective within the business want to achieve is that we become the industry benchmark. Mm. Um, and that for me is the most important thing. You were pretty clear while we were just having a chat before we started recording that Fluidra isn't Zodiac and it's not Astral, but it is, you described it really with all of the different brands and its, its own culture, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think that's, you know, if we look at ourselves as a global organisation, the product range that we have access to is, is, is second to none. Um, the different brand names that we have access to is second to none. Um, so... You know, whilst I don't want to categorize Fluidra as the brand because that's not what the end consumer understands or what our what our customers, the builders and the retail stores and the service guys yeah. understand, what they can associate and what sh- should associate with is is the Fluidra values. And, and that's what's important for me is that irrespective of which product you buy from us, the, fr- the, the Fluidra values and the Fluidra culture and our behavior um, underpins that product. Um, You're going to be, and you are the platinum sponsor at Splash Trade Show coming up in June. SplashExpo.com.au, everybody. Make sure you are registered to be there. Fluidra, you are front and centre. What are we going to see? I think, you know, I mean, we were talking earlier, the last time we had uh, Splash was, what, 2019? 2018. 2018. So a very good good plug there for for Splash this year. But um, I think think what are you going to see from a Fluidra perspective? Uh, Certainly a lot of innovation in terms of product. Um, You know, we've got some really exciting product that we're bringing to market um, around automation, around okay. coronators, around robots. I don't want to give too much away. Okay, but, all right. We'll but, just have to turn up at the stand. It, you can't yeah, miss it front no, and center. What uh, else? Yeah, 100%. You can't miss it. But uh, but I think the other thing, and, and this is what we're really excited about, is the com- commercial pool space. Um, you know, globally, we know that the commercial pool industry is a big one. It um, is. The potential for growth in that industry is massive, uh, and you know we're not we're not just talking about Olympic-sized swimming pools and 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 those kind of things. We're talking about water features. We're talking about lighting. Um, there's so much 
opportunity within the commercial pool space. And Splash for us this year is going to be an ideal opportunity to launch our commercial products and vision uh, to the market. Uh, so we're really excited about that. We're excited about having its own unique space um, at Splash. And I think for the, for the first time in a number of years, we're bringing a lot of new product uh, and innovation to Splash, which we're really excited about. So, you know, aside from the fact that we've been waiting for so long to have Splash, uh, we're really looking forward to it. I think we all are as an industry. Just again, we, we want to see the products and the innovation, but to have the people and the energy in a room all together again, looking at what's going on and celebrating how far we've come as an industry. And thank you um, for being the major sponsor of events. Pleasure like the Splash Trade Show, which we do love, don't happen without the support of sponsors. So my thanks uh, as I lead Splash to Fluidra being a part of that. Let's continue down that conversation a little bit. Trends, where's where's the industry headed? What do you see for the future? Either consumer demand, you've touched on commercial, you know, do commercial applications begin to work their way into domestic households? What are, what are you seeing, Clint? Yeah, I think uh, it's an interesting question because, you know, uh, people will talk about the Internet of Things. uh, People will talk about, you know, enhanced automation that controls everything in your home. Um, I think we're going to continue to see that innovation. I think one of the things that we as an organization and and, and the industry as a whole um, uh, is starting to pay more attention to is environmental sustainability. Um, and environmental impact of product that we're putting into the marketplace. So I, I certainly believe over the next couple of years you're going to see more product coming into the industry that focuses on that and, and, and you know, what is the footprint that we're wanting to create for the future and for future generations. So that, that for me is, is something that's really important and close to Fluedra's heart from an from a, 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 a ESG perspective. Um, the Internet of Things is a big thing. Mm. Um, you know, you look across other industries, how have they harnessed data, how have they, you know, created revenue streams out of data. Um, I think the more automated we become as an industry and the, the more automation that we create, it starts to create opportunities for industry. Um, you know, you think future tense. Uh, being able to have access to people's pools in terms of data, uh, the local uh, pool shop or the, mm. the service agent being able to have real-time data about the, you know, the water chemistry of a swimming pool and knowing exactly what product to sell and when to sell or when to order, etc. I think those those kind of things are going to come to the fore um, as as we we go through the next couple of years. I think uh, you know we've spoken over the last two years with COVID about the cocooning effect and, and you know, people spending more time and money in their backyards because they're not traveling. Uh, I do believe that the tail um, out, of, out of COVID is still going to be long uh, in terms of that cocooning effect. Mm-hmm. We've certainly seen it from a, from a business perspective. And I think what it's also taught a lot of companies, and we're in the fortunate position because we have a manufacturing plant in Australia. Yeah. But I think what it's taught a lot of, of industry suppliers is, is how to better equip ourselves um, for, for future pandemics that may happen or, or you know, future scenarios where supply and demand um, uh, start to impact on our ability to service our industry. Yeah. So, yeah. 
yeah, um, maybe at the moment that's you know, Russia invading Ukraine, and who knows what the fallout from that might be at the moment. And Correct. so let's let's talk about that then a little more because that has been a challenge of the last couple of years: um, supply mm-hmm. to meet demand, logistics, uh, cost of transport delivery meaning upward pressure and inflationary uh, pressure on pricing to, to the trade and then onto the consumer. Where does that end? What does that look like, do you think? Uh, it's, a, it's a really good question and it's a very difficult one to answer because, you know, even though we're a, a local manufacturer and we take pride in the fact that we're Australia-made, um, a lot of our raw material and componentry comes from overseas. So you still have that dependency on that on that raw material to be able to manufacture your product. Um, those raw material costs, the, the, the freight costs, the shipping costs have all increased dramatically. And I think the balance comes around what we can absorb as a business um, and what we ultimately have to pass on to, to our trade customers and ultimately to the end consumer. And I think it's not unique to our industry. Um, we've seen it in, in all different types of industries yeah. where You've, you've had cost increases that have been, been significant um, and, 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 you know, the, the net effect um, to the end consumer that's putting in a pool or buying new equipment um, is quite significant. Yeah. Um, so I think what we've got to do is we've got to look at better ways to do business. Um, you know, how do, we, how do we streamline processes? How do we... Um, shorten uh, the end-to-end point in terms of manufacturing mm. and um, create better product uh, at a cheaper price but not at a cheaper quality. Um, and, and, and that's the key thing is mm. I think it's easy to create product that's cheap but you forego quality and it's it's one thing that, that Fluidra is, is passionate about right now um, and, and certainly, you know, it's part of who we are as a business. We won't compromise quality. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Clint. Really looking forward to seeing you and the team at the Splash Trade Show coming up in June, splashexpo.com.au. Get registered. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, you've been very generous with your time. We're off now just to have a bowl of biltong and some dry horse, which I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> and uh, we will see you very soon. Thanks so much for joining us, Clint. Thank you very much for the time. Luidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to MagnaPool dot com today slash expo.com.au what, what why what are you going to do there register why because why not oh well you heard it better get it done then